Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 42 of the Hydrogen Nowcast for Christmas Eve 2021. One of the key messages of the Christmas tradition is peace and goodwill, and that's the theme of the podcast today. Although the Hydrogen Nowcast has listeners all over the world, and some of you may not observe Christmas, I think we can all agree that peace and goodwill are essential to make society function, and that the energy transition is no exception. Now, before we get started, I want to thank New Day Hydrogen for sponsoring the Hydrogen Nowcast. New Day Hydrogen is helping fleets meet their zero-emission vehicle needs. If you're at all involved with fleets, perhaps you're a driver or involved in fleet maintenance, and your fleet is wondering how to convert to zero-emission vehicles but still meet your operational needs, New Day Hydrogen can help by providing public hydrogen fuel stations near you and showing you the available fuel cell trucks, vans, and buses. Hydrogen vehicles work just like gasoline and diesel, and it takes the same amount of time to fuel them. So to find out more, take a look at the NewDayHydrogen.com website, and you can also submit a request on the contact page. So how does peace and goodwill relate to the energy transition? Well, no doubt, most of you listeners to the Hydrogen Nowcast are aware of the animosity some battery EV enthusiasts have for fuel cell EVs. And then there's the debate about the issues surrounding blue hydrogen, which tends to spill over to criticism of all hydrogen. These polarized opinions, sometimes based on incorrect or incomplete assumptions, really hurt the energy transition efforts. You know, we're all on this leaky lifeboat earth together, and there just isn't time to pick and choose our pet solutions and risk picking wrong. We need all solutions on deck. We need to patch the leaks and all row in the same direction if civilization is going to survive. All right, so that's the what. What about the how? How do we work together? You know, history has shown that pummeling people with facts is not the answer. You know, one of my favorite quotes is from Ogden Nash, which I'll paraphrase a bit. And he said, the door of a closed mind opens only outwards so that the only result of pressure of facts upon it is to close it more snugly. So is there an answer? Well, I recently read a book called Love Your Enemies by Arthur C. Brooks. And frankly, I don't care for the title that much because it makes it sound like the book is all about turning the other cheek or one-sided, unconditional acceptance of others. However, that's really not the subject of the book at all. Rather, Arthur Brooks warns about the trap of falling into a pattern of contempt and how to escape from it. Now, as I see it, there's really two pandemics sweeping the world today. One, of course, is COVID, but the other is contempt. You know, daily we see examples of political contempt and contempt on social media, and even some level of contempt in the energy transition. Now, social scientists define contempt as anger mixed with disgust, and these two emotions form a toxic combination. Another definition of contempt is the utter conviction of the worthlessness of another. Now, the reason contempt is so harmful that once we conclude that someone or their opinion is utterly worthless, there's no longer any grounds for discussion or negotiation. So I think you can see the problem here and the impasse that it creates. So how do we fight contempt? Well, clearly it can't be one-sided. Some force has to create change within both parties. Now, Arthur Brooks once asked the Dalai Lama what to do when he felt contempt. And the Dalai Lama said, practice warm-heartedness. And when you think about it, it's true. 
you can show true strength if the next time you hear contempt, you answer with warm-heartedness. Now, the book helps you here by offering examples of how people did, in fact, respond to contempt with warm-heartedness and the powerful and positive effect that it had. So I encourage all of you to read the Love Your Enemies book. You can also hear a podcast with the author as he talks about the book on the Freakonomics Radio podcast, which is episode 478 for October 13, 2021. Now, the podcast is titled, How Can We Break Our Addiction to Contempt? And again, that's the Freakonomics Radio podcast. And Freakonomics is spelled F-R-E-A-K-O-N-O-M-I-C-S. So another attribute that we all need for the energy transition is a total focus on implementing solutions and alternatives first, not starting with tearing down existing energy sources. You know, remarkably, we see this when it comes to the oil industry. People, especially environmentalists, want to shut down big oil before we have comparable alternatives available. What really needs to happen first is to make the alternatives available that have the same cost, performance, and convenience that people are used to. We can further entice people to switch by putting in place incentives, whether that's marketing, financial incentives, or features. And as people switch, that'll be the force that reduces our demand for petroleum. Now, an obvious example of offering alternatives first is in transportation, which I've spoken of many times on this podcast. I believe the vast majority of people want to switch to zero-emission vehicles, but they need solutions which offer the same performance and convenience that they're used to. And only fuel cell EVs or plug-in fuel cell hybrids provide the same experience for all sizes and ranges as gas and diesel. And of course, we need the infrastructure to support them. Now, by the way, I've mentioned plug-in hybrid fuel cell vehicles on the podcast before, and I expect to mention them many times again until they become a reality. Now, automaker Stellantis in Europe is already doing this with their Vivaro E hydrogen minivan. As some of you know, all fuel cell EVs have a battery, but the battery's small, you know, typically about five miles of range, and there's no provision to externally charge the battery. So imagine a day when you can walk into a car or truck dealer and have the option to select the battery size that suits you on your plug-in hybrid fuel cell EV. Choices might be 10 miles or 30 miles or 50 or 100 miles of battery range. And that would allow you to charge at home for those short daily trips around town. But if you want to take a longer trip, you could quickly extend your range by fueling with hydrogen. And this has the other advantage that it would also take the pressure off to quickly deploy large numbers of hydrogen fuel stations. And speaking of hydrogen fuel stations, People can hardly be faulted for considering battery EVs as the only option when there aren't any fuel stations in many places. And this is why we all need to work as hard as we can to get fuel stations as broadly deployed as fast as we can. Now, as we all try to increase our goodwill and understanding of others, consider one more thing. Whenever I hear someone that I know is intelligent say something that doesn't make sense to me, my first inclination is not to assume that they're wrong, but rather I want to dig to find out why they're saying that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're basing their opinion on bad assumptions. So ask questions of people you disagree with and practice warm-heartedness with your response. I think you'll be surprised and pleased with the result, and maybe you'll both learn something in the process. Now, today I'd like to conclude this short Christmas Eve podcast with a quote from the German philosopher, writer, and scientist, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, known also as just Goethe. Until one is committed, There's a hesitancy and a chance to draw back. 
which always ends in ineffectiveness. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there's one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans. And that truth is this. The moment when one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issue from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance, which no one could have dreamed would have come their way. Whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. Until next time, this is Brian DeBruin wishing you goodwill, health, and prosperity. Goodbye.